It's going to be a long year for you up here, my fellow astronaut, Officer Pike says. You think you're ready for it? Ready as I'll ever be, I tell him with a slight smile. I lean back in my chair and watch as Pike continues to pack his bags, preparing for his launch home that looms just a few hours away. Lucky bastard. Nothing can quite prepare you for the loneliness of space until you're actually here, floating in orbit on a giant rock as it circles some distant star. Pike knows this as well as I do. We were both stationed here on Zorbus two years ago, taking over for two other astronauts who had just finished putting in their time. This would probably give me some sort of solace, knowing that Pike fully understands the feelings of loneliness that were already brewing up inside of me. But even given our shared experiences, he has no idea what's in store. This is because, up until today, all astronauts participating in the Earth Outpost program have had a partner with them at all times. In fact, some of the more active stations can have up to six humans inhabiting them at once. Now, thanks to budget cuts, our tiny little station on Zorbus will have one single resident for the next year, yours truly. This is not at all what I signed up for, but at this point, I'm not exactly in the position to argue. Just remember, Pike says with complete sincerity, you're up here doing a lot of good for the folks back down there on Earth. Try not to forget it. I let out a long sigh. I know, I know. Pike stops. I don't think you do, and I don't blame you. It's easy to get detached up here, Lance, but you've got to focus on the positives. Without us, Earth would have no hope of ever finding another home. I mean, how many years do we have left down there, even with population control? Ten, max, I tell him. This was the current scientific concurrence on Earth's lifespan. A dreadful thought. I know you're right, but what is it helping to have me just sit up here like this? We already know there's not enough oxygen on this rock to sustain life. Pike smiles. But there could be. There is hope here, and you know that. I shake my head. I don't know, man. We've been terraforming this dust for five years, and we're no better off than when we started. I wave an arm behind me, motioning towards the massive glass window of the space station. The entire wall is translucent, showing off a truly breathtaking view of a hilly gray landscape beyond which two separate moons hang brilliantly in the dark sky. If I hadn't seen this view every morning for far longer than I'd care to remember, I might even be moved to tears by the sight, a real manifestation of mankind's commitment to science and space travel. Instead, I find myself bored, reminded that as Pike is taking off in his shuttle pod towards Earth, I'm going to be trekking back across the massive gray dunes to gather data from the terraforming station. You know, it could be much worse, Pike offers. In Station 16 on Krellin, they don't even have a gravity drive. I'm in shock. You mean they've just been floating around in there? Basically, Pike says. At least you get to pretend you're on Earth until you head outside. I suppose I'm looking for any assurance that I can get at this point, because somehow Pike's words actually make me feel a little bit better. I guess it's not that bad up here. You want to play one last game of ping pong before you go? I ask. We can turn the gravity low, just like you like it. Pike cracks a wry grin. Here on. I begin to stand when suddenly an announcement comes blaring over the space station's loudspeakers in that same mechanical voice that I've come to know and love. 
Shuttle 5 Alpha has arrived. Officer Pike is now dismissed.